Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. My name is Jennifer Stiers, and I'm here with my sidekick, Brad. We're here to talk love and relationships, sex, marriage, and everything in between. Please make sure to tune in at the end of our podcast. We're going to do our Dear Jen segment, where one of our listeners asks a question, and I answer it for you online. And we have a uh, guest. It's a Halloween in... Thursday. I know it is. It is. Yeah, it is Halloween. Um, uh, at least that's when we're recording. Well, yeah, it's still Halloween. That's okay. We're allowed to record on Halloween. Overrated. Uh, Halloween, yeah, we have. We're not high on candy, sugar no, either, because yeah. we don't have any. I did see donuts out in the studio, but nobody offered me. We're one, just so. high on life. <laughs> I love donuts. So wonderful. Okay, so uh, we are here today. Uh, I have a guest in studio uh, who is uh, a counselor, therapist. Uh, her name is Marcy Stiles. Say hi, Marcy. Hi, Marcy. Hi, Martin. <laughs> oh, good one, Marcy. Uh, Marcy, everybody goes, me. Jen, you, who do you talk to when you've got to roll things off of somebody? Well, she's my go-to person. She, I, I love Marcy. Thank you, Marcy Jen. is uh, Marcy is real. She's practical. She's not one of those therapists that you go to that is going to repeat back to you what you said and have you talking the whole hour. She's honest. She gives you great feedback, uh, and she's she's honest. Um, she'll tell you exactly what you need to do, and and um, yeah. So it's it's not that. I refer a lot of people to her. Yes, you do. Uh, so Thank today you. I wanted to talk about cheating. That is the topic for today. Oh, cheating. Um, I know it's going to be a good one too. We haven't talked too much about it. We didn't plan ahead of time uh, what we were going to discuss. I, I know, right? <laughs> do we ever? <laughs> uh, um, but I get the call on the wing. I'm walking in the door. Hey, today we're going to talk. Yeah, about exactly. Oh, I, okay. Spontaneity is our middle name here. Uh, and we do, of course, we want it to be conversational, but I wanted to talk about cheating and, uh, you know, Marcy, how long have you been in practice? Uh, a little over 20 years. Yeah. Okay. Long so time. you have lots of stories. We're not going to ask you to tell them, uh, but you have lots of stories and lots of experience with this. Yes. And I see so, it every day. uh, you know, I, uh, I put a post up yesterday, uh, just, I was really just going to tease a little bit about the podcast today. And it turned into a little baby rant on my Facebook page. But I basically had said that, you know, cheating has become an epidemic. It's always been around, right? Right, right, right. Uh -huh. I mean, it's even when our parents were growing up, that it was happening. Just it, number one, people weren't talking about it. And number two, there weren't as many means for people being able to find out about it or right. means for people getting caught, right? Back uh -huh. in those days, it was all probably detectives that had to... You know, right. and it's just easier now. Let's go into the first part of it because I'm sure you see a lot of cheating in your practice. Yes, every day. Every day, every yeah, day. Yeah, I do. God. I I specialize in couples. And you and I were talking at lunch, and we were discussing how where it used to be more taboo that women weren't cheating as much as men. Right and now, now women are doing 50, it just 50. as much, if not more. Yeah, yeah. I see about fifty fifty. I would say. Right. So what do you know? It's not always our fault. Oh, it's still, still it still fault. is your fault. <laughs> That's true. You're cheating because of what we did, right? Uh, it's yeah, still figures. your fault. No, right um, but uh, but no, women women are doing it more. You know, somebody had asked me, and I'll ask you. Somebody had asked me back when I had posted something about this, if if I thought that 
women have always been doing this or why the increase, you know, of women cheating more than men these days? And, you know, my answer is I, I, I think it's the rise of women's rights. You know, women getting jobs, getting more power in the relationship. They have, women have money now. They're edu- just as educated. Right, right. And women are taking the same rights as men always had. One of those being the right to, to choose and do whatever the heck they want to do. We were talking about this, though, yeah. how it's been the, d- the demise of relationships. Yeah. Because back in the day, right, when we were at home, you know, stay home moms, you didn't have pregnant, right, (laughs) (laughs) pregnant, you you know, you dealt with your kids, you dealt with the neighbor ladies, and that was it in church, you know, maybe, Um, but you didn't have that opportunity. And the men had the power in the relationship. So that, you know, it was, they had, we make our own money, we make our own decisions. Well, I can look at, I mean, just simply my parents' relationship. I mean, we had five kids in my family. My parents are still married at almost 60 years. And uh, mom stayed home with the kids. Mom is very intelligent, but she stayed home with the kids. What would my mom's options have been? You know, and if she had decided she was going to leave, she better leave for somebody that, you know, that made a really good living. Right. And where does she meet him other than the grocery store? Of course. And the, and no slam to your mom, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) Right. My mom would never do that. The PTA, the grocery store, or maybe church. Right. Right. Where women now, like you said, we're out there. We, just as much as they are. Yeah. Yeah. And, and actually statistics. But I think too, okay. So I have to jump in here. The male guy has jumped in here. <laughs> I think also the whole belief system in society then was completely different than it is now. Yeah. Right. It was, I don't like the word men in power in relationships. I don't think that's the, the right terminology. I think it was just a different societal belief system. Guy, dad went to work. Men led. Dad right. went to work. Mom stayed at home and took care of the kids. And at some point during our society, that became a bad thing. Or it became where, well, I want the bigger house and I want two cars and I want this. Right. And so, and so, so I got, so I need two incomes. And now the only people that are hurting in that situation is the kids because we, we tell moms to go to work so their kids can go to daycare, <laughs> which I still cannot figure out. But that's what kind of, so it's, it's kind of, Today's world is so different than back then. The other thing that I think is interesting, though, when you read up on this stuff is people seemed happier then, too. Like you knew your role. You knew what you were supposed to do. You knew. And I'm, you know, I don't want to sound like a chauvinist here, but I don't. How can someone look at raising a child be the most important job in the world to spend time with your kids, to be there when they're after school, to my mom was always there when I got home from school. We sat down, we did homework. She fixed a snack. We hung out. I went outside, did my thing, came back. Dad was home. We you know, had dinner. Even even then, that was still a rarity. Like, I, I had that, too, but I talked to people, and there's a lot of people, even our age group, that didn't grow up with that. A no, I understand. And, I mean, I make my son tonight. I make my son today. We sit down at dinner at a table. Now, uh-huh. the TV's on, but we're still sitting down at a table, and we're talking, and we're, you know, usually there's sports on, right? It's guy and his son, but. I don't know. I just, I think it was also, a, my only point is that was a huge societal belief system difference as well that also I think. The women were happy about added, doing it. Added to, well, I don't know if they were happy, but I just think that's what you did. That was uh-huh. just kind of like, it was yeah. just kind of the right. norm. And, right. And so are that what, So now are women, I mean, have we, have we programmed women to be that much empowered that they're that empowered to even cheat? Like, it's okay for me. I make money. I do hear women say this, being yeah. in matchmaking. Yeah. I, mean, I, don't I don't need a man. 
I make my own money. I've got my own right. car. I know Tommy, producer Tommy. How old are you, Tommy? I'm 24. 24. Even Tommy's looking at me like I uh, have a Halloween mask on today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, women say that all the time. I yeah. mean, they do, especially amongst your age group, Tommy. Yes. The young ones, especially. I think, are the young, so, I think it's worse than in so 30 worse. and under. Yeah. Sure. I, because I don't think, I don't think they care. I just think it's like, I, I need a man for that. Right. We can have and a whole podcast there on we that go. alone. And, yeah. and having said that, and... there's there's the whole other thing that we we just looked at some statistics on this too. Women your age and uh, younger and uh, maybe a little bit older, they're also going with men that are older. They're going for established 40 and 50-year-old men that already have their career intact and already have already financially set because these girls don't want to build with somebody. They're like, oh, this guy's still, you know, starting his career. He doesn't make enough money for me. Yep. And so they, they're they not willing to build where we or all you, did. That's or you get what the other did. ones that want to build their own career, right? And it's not right or wrong. It just is. The ones that have their own, you know, I'm going to build my career. I don't need a guy. I'll just date or I'll you know, do whatever. Friends with Bennies, whatever. Um, Even women got, that are accepting that. Benefits. <laughs> Benny. Oh, Benny. Oh, <laughs> Friends All right, with I'm Benny's. a little slow like, today. He's a very a lot, busy guy. Man, Benny's Benny busy. busy. Benny is busy. Um, but, but, okay, so lots of societal mindset changes here. Yes. However, going back to cheating, cheating's, cheating's popular amongst men and women, right. uh, mate swapping, um, upgrading, uh, you know, divorcing one for the other that has right. better options. We were right. talking about Swinging. that on one of our other podcasts with Kim. Um, uh, mate poaching, it's called. <laughs> Going for the bigger, better deal. Oh, yeah. Uh, no. But uh, but that's never heard that term. That's an interesting mate, mate poaching. Well, see, it's cheating. It's literally right. having hanging out with your neighbor's friends and their husbands and wives and deciding to uh, go after the neighbor's husband because He's, you know, a multi-billionaire instead He's of just a billionaire. He's got an extra 1,500 square feet. Yeah. 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 Oh, there wow. you go. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but. And he has but, a Bentley instead of a Mercedes. The bottom line is with cheating, though, is it's available. Like the every online site. Right. Their World Wide Web. Right. right. Text messages. Uh, I see so many jokes about how people, you know, turn their phones over, how you can trust people, whether they have their phone up or right. down. Right. right. And then there's apps made for it. Right. Yeah. So you well, can, yeah. You I mean, you got websites. Right. Oh but yeah. Look, I got to jump in here again. So I got to throw. Some, so it's not supposed to matter. It's not supposed to matter. It's What's more available. You're still supposed to have the moral fortitude. Right. Because that's and, really what it comes not, down to. You know? Of course. But now it's not so taboo. Right. It used to be. Why the is big that, bad, Marcy? Why? We're back to the society. <laughs> Why is that, Marcy? I think. Yeah. That's exactly. I mean. Cheating is, is, you know, everybody does it, so it's okay. You know, it's acceptable. Divorce, look at the divorce rates. I mean, that used to be a big, bad, ugly. Now everybody's doing it. It's almost like a, a, like a rite of passage or a pride thing. It's a weird... I have to tell you, when you say that, when you just say that to me, it rubs me so wrong. Right. Because anybody that would say everybody's doing it, well, everybody's smoking pot, too. Everybody's right. vaping. Everybody's jumping off bridge and bridges and committing suicide, you know? I mean, are you going to do it too? Right. But that, I hear that all the time. Yeah, but you do? Oh, yeah. So, so you, hear it from, you hear it from the cheater? Clients. And that's why they're doing Cheaters it because everybody else the, is doing it. Or they the one that's not cheating. I mean, so, if you talk to, if I've talked to every one of my clients 
like took a poll, I would suspect 80, 90% of them have at one point cheated, maybe not with their spouse, but with a, you know, a significant other, a boyfriend, girlfriend. I think another thing that happens too um, is that people get on these dating apps before they're divorced or even when they're not (laughs) considering divorcing. See that all the time. Yeah, of course. Well, yeah, they got to check out what's out there before they make the big step to to the board. They want the um, the third. That's always a nice conversation. Oh, yeah. (laughs) My wife thinks you're hot. Oh, great. Yeah, what is that, Ashley Madison or something like that? No, they do that on Bumble and on Bash and on, you know. Oh, yeah, they're, it's, yeah. I've actually heard that, which is sick. Like you and I talked about earlier, what is cheating, right? People think that sexting is not cheating or, you know, as long as we're not having intercourse, that's not cheating. Like what? You know, that is because cheating can happen in in a committed dating relationship or it can happen in a marriage. I mean, if you're committed to somebody, if you've given your word to somebody that you're committed, if you stray from them, if you have an emotional affair with somebody or a sexual affair with somebody, that's cheating. If you're flirting right. with somebody, that's cheating. Right. To me, to I, me. I agree a hundred percent, but every, you know, I've had couples where it's okay, right? It's a spoken thing. Both it's okay of them if, say it's okay? Yes. Good to, Lord. To or, or not. all three of those? Flirts? No, no, no. Not necessarily no. all okay. three of those, but. Right. What my boundaries are in that might be different than what your boundaries are and might be different than what So Jen's that needs to be a discussion then if people start dating right. or That's... getting into some committed relationship to talk about what constitutes cheating. Right. How sad but is that? But usually we end up talking about it after the affair. Yeah. Right? Well, I can like, see what how is well acceptable. that'll go when the guy looks at his significant other and goes, okay, honey. Define cheating for me. You're right. done. You're out. Like, I see you. Right. you. You coming to me with that? Like, yeah. what are you talking about? What'd you do? Don't right. cheat on like, me. Well, define cheating. I mean, cheating. I've heard people that thought that <laughs> a one night stand was not cheating. It was just a one night stand. Well, I think like the other... affair was cheating. One night stand wasn't cheating. This is on all the basis of an established relationship. Yeah. Not as something as like you're in the process of looking for that exclusive relationship. No, correct? no, no. I'm no, talking like Mary. It's been determined. Or, okay. Right, right. Well, and I think, the, but see, I think that's but a I good point. But I think that goes too. I mean, if you are, well, if you're you dating somebody. Yeah, I agree with you. And you too, because we were talking about this too. Like you've gone out on a few dates with somebody, right? Yeah. There are some people that go on a few dates and say, I'm exclusive here. Whether we've established this or not, and you've told me that you're exclusive with me. Some people just are but loyal brought, like but that. You have to have that conversation. Right. Yeah. Because it's until what, that conversation occurs where you look at someone yeah. and says, Hey, I really don't want to date anybody else. Where are you at? Right. I really right. feel like, you know, we need to see if yeah. this can build on something. And they go, I agree. Let's let's see where this happens. I think then at that point, you've established this is a relationship. Right. Yeah. You have to establish expectations. But I so think that's what even I after the that, there's a lot of mindset out there that people go, oh, we're not married. Okay. So, I mean, yeah. I had a little piece over here. If we're not married, I right. mean, you know, whatever. I mean, it is, that's the way it is now. Right. And I also think, and, and this is a little left turn here, but people think I'm not going to get caught. Yeah. So, or it's really not cheating if I don't do X, right? Or if I'm well, not caught, then it's not cheating. That's I mean, I've heard from... people say that. That's cheating is cheating, <laughs> whether you get found out or you don't. Right. You're still doing something. That's like the that old saying doing, that who right? you really are is what you are in a dark room when the only God can see you. And so whatever happens in those rooms is what you truly, that's right. your true character. 
So, yeah, you know, that person may not know and your family may not know and right. everything else, but you know. Right. And if that's your mentality that kind of illustrates characters I, and values. Of it. I think there's right. a I mean, lot of You have of to deception. sleep with yourself, yeah. right? I mean, you're you supposed to, go, to, right? I mean, it's supposed I, to hit you that way. I right? think there's a lot of deception out there, and I think people are okay with it now. I think right. deception is Deception in more, all kinds of ways, too, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of married people or people in a relationship that aren't divulging that. And then you get emotionally involved, you know, with that. I've had, I've, I've had client, I had a client that was with a guy for, I don't know how many years, three or four years. And she didn't even know he was still married. Wow. She had no idea he was still married. Yeah. How is that possible? He, oh, he, well, it is. Yeah. I, they, I get that all the time. But is that, a, is that a gullible, is that that time well, or it just, you just believe everything because you're trustworthy or you're trusting? I mean, in the situations that I've seen. People live in two different, uh, two different states, right? And then they, you know, it's a long distance, yeah, that which makes... is that's an easy, you know. But as I'm sitting yeah, here, two I different have, families going on, kind of. Thing. I had a really close friend. Um, I didn't even know how to describe it, what occurred, but for years, it, there was a infidelity in a marriage, and we were tight, Sunday school members, hang out on the weekends as couples, and do all this stuff, and. To tell you how clever it was, I'll make it short, but he calls me one time. He goes, hey, who's that guy you buy your trucks from? Because I want to I want to get an expedition for my wife. I'm not going to say any names. And I was like, yeah, man, I'll take, you know, I'll call. Here's his number. Back then, I don't even think we had text back then. Just, <laughs> I know that's hard for you guys to understand, but there was a time for without phones. So phones I tell him the number. Too. I tell him the number. Whatever. Don't hear anything. Nothing. But about two or three weeks later, I get a check in the mail from the dealership for 50 bucks. Well, that's a referral, right? But the wife isn't driving a new expedition. So I thought, hmm. That's weird. But it, I never, I just thought, okay, well, I, I've known my guy for a long time, maybe because just simply the referral and they got to a certain point, they said, hey, send him 50 bucks. You know, thank you for getting, he bought it for the girlfriend. Wow. Wow. And, and not only, you. and not only did he buy. Great church guy. Yeah. <laughs> he bought um, a nicer one. Then he had it for his wife. Of course. And it just went downhill from there and calls at midnight and I'm over at their house trying to counsel them and everything. Did they divorce? Well, yeah, because at one point I told him if it happens one more time, I'm done with you. You Because I said, I stood in the gap for you. I stood up for you. I helped you try to get back into your home with your, with your kid and stuff. And I said, if you do it one more time, I'm out. And I, it, he did it one more time, and I invited Same girl? This, yeah, uh, I invited him to a Whataburger for breakfast, acting all cool. Hey, I'm just checking in with you. And he sat down, and I said, I told you what I was going to do when you did it again. Enjoy your taquito, but I'm <laughs> out of here. Taquito. And I walked out, yeah. and I, hadn't t- I didn't talk to him since. So once a cheater, always a cheater? That was going to be my question. <laughs> oh, that's a tough one. I, people ask me that all the time. Um, you know, and then there's that old, the, the old adage, uh, Leopard doesn't change its spots. Is that how it goes? Or I've seen it both ways, right? Um, I think people can change. I think it depends on why they did what they did, right? You know, is it just an immature thing? Was it a, um, you know, issues that they had within themselves? You know, and if they can work through those, then and they don't have to be a cheater. Even if they're right? a, been a serial cheater? That's what I was about to say. If it's, are the people I've that are seen... changing, is there a pattern, or is it like once here and three, four years later, it might have been another? Like if they've cheated over and over and over, do they change? I think the more it's a pattern, 
the less likely they are to change, right? Because yeah. they've gotten away oh, with yeah. it, and it's yeah, that, makes that sense. becomes like their it's, it's a in high. their DNA. Lot, at that yeah, point, I mean, right? that, then it's when you look at it and say, "What are you getting from this?" Because right. that person's gaining something from. But it. also, and this might not be popular, but popular I'm going to say it anyhow. Um, Truth matters. It, it also depends on on the relationship, right? If you and I are in a relationship, and you keep cheating, and I keep allowing it. Yeah, there's no you know, boundaries. Quote, unquote. Yeah. End quote. Um, then what's your impetus to stop? Yeah, why would I stop? Right? Yeah. If I throw your butt out or threaten you what's with divorce happening? or, yeah. you know, we go for counseling, that's a whole different. But if I, you know, spank you once until you just don't do it again and then you do it again and then you do it again and you do it again, at that point, I'm training you. Yeah. Sort yeah, of you've talked about that. How to, about how to yeah. treat me. Women training men. Right. Yeah. So let me and ask you And it goes both this. ways, once again. Right. Men and women. I right. ha- I work with just as many men that are absolutely brokenhearted because wife is doing whatever, you know, and and it's hard because people, you know, they love their significant other and they don't want it to, to break up. They want to work through it. They want to make it better. It and affects, it can get better. It does affect men differently, but, though, Marcy. Like cheating... I feel like men that get cheated on and women that get cheated on, uh, the way that when they end up getting through it, it seems like men, it hurts their, uh, it hurts their ego and self-esteem long-term where I think with women, um, sometimes that takeaway with women is trust. Like a woman is less likely to trust a man again, where I think a man will trust a woman again, but his ego's hurt. Do you know what I'm Do saying? Maybe it's not different, with you? but what? Do I get to disagree with you? Yeah, oh my God, absolutely. Okay. I, yeah. I think before I did the work that I did, uh-huh. that I do, I would have agreed with you. Uh-huh. Because men are more ego-driven and, and um, shame-based or fear-based. Um, but I th- I've met just as many men that were completely crushed, completely couldn't trust. I, I think it does affect women more but men also. Men also. That, good. Good to does, know. That makes sense. I've, you know, I've, I have seen a few crush, but, but I think the one thing I see more than anything is that in moving forward, it's that how that uh, establishing their manhood again, because something about an affair takes away their manhood. Right. Do you know what right. I'm saying? And you know what? That's another good point is that, and I hear this probably more with the younger generation where they either have that, I'm going to do it to you before you do it to me. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or everybody's done it to me. So I'm, I'm going to do it first. Yeah. Or yeah. you've done it to me. I'm going to do it back. I mean, I've seen that. Yeah. I mean, I've seen every. So I'm <laughs> curious. In all the years I have seen every. <laughs> I'm curious if in the cheaters that you counsel, is their whole life, is there patterns of cheating in their whole life? Like, do they cheat at work? Do they cheat in their... Do they Not cheat? necessarily. Okay. You know, people think of the cheater as the bad person. And I don't look at it that way. I look at it as a broken relationship. That's how I have to go into that. It's right. a broken relationship. We have to figure out how it happened, why it happened. And usually, if we can do all the hard work, the relationship is 10 times better on the other side. Because it wakes up the two people to what was wrong, to what was lacking, to what was missing issues, whatever. Because people can um, but it rebuild. Make you a bad after, people Correct. can rebuild after an affair. Absolutely. I mean, sometimes it comes out, we were talking about that. It can come out stronger afterwards because it often does. finally pulling up issues that people, they both may have had in the relationship that were keeping them 
from being intimate and close and right. where they needed to be. Right. You remove that. Sometimes an affair brings that to light and it can be better. But can people trust again? Right. Well, and it brings out vulnerability, right? Because yeah. now, perfect world, you have to be very transparent in order to build trust back, right? If I'm the cheater, I have to be very transparent. I have to let you know where I'm going, what I'm doing to build that trust. Otherwise, if I'm gone for three days and you have no idea where I am, how do you, you can't live like that, right? So yeah. that helps with the vulnerability, which helps cement the relationship and make it just that much stronger. Yeah, that's a, that's, you know, when you talk about that, it brings up for me all the people that don't trust again, they get in these relationships, they're cheated on once, one time or multiple times, and then their ability to be able to trust again is a big deal. It's hard for them. Uh, And, you know, that it, I do run across this a lot in the dating world is women bringing that baggage in because somebody else cheated on them or they had this happen. That wound is so is so ripped open still that they bring a new person in. And the minute that guy doesn't text them back or call them or do something that they want, I'm sure you've run into this, Brad. Well, what are you saying? I'm a cheater. (laughs) No, I'm saying women that have been, that have been hurt by that. So then all of a sudden they're not trusting you for no reason. Right. No. And I think that's, I think that's everywhere now. I mean, I just think it's also part of the instant gratification society we are in. Right. That's another you know, big part of it. Yeah, absolutely. I want because X now. I want to feel yeah. good. So I'm going to go. Yeah. I'm not getting it here. I'm she makes me feel. Di- I mean, the old adage was, well, she has something you don't. Right. Or he has something you don't. Of course don't. she does. That or he to- does. They're different. Right. Yeah, they're hot. No, yeah. Well, and it's, you know, there's no <laughs> responsibility with <laughs> an affair or whatever. It's not real. Just it's, kidding. Don't you know, send emails. Shouldn't say it's not real. But, you know, it's not the responsibility. You don't have the kids and the nursing mom and the this and the that, you know. Um, there's that, I saw a meme the other day, the, um, don't make, don't make him pay for your last relationship. Right. 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 And that's, you know, it's hard not to do after something like that has happened to you. But every relationship is, every relationship is different and every person is different that you've, that you've brought it into a new relationship and people need to get that. Right. And, and everybody brings their stuff with them, right? Everybody's got, got their suitcase of stuff. Yeah. Right. Some right. have a steamer trunk. Some have an overnight bag. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, but nothing kills a relationship faster a than somebody that brings in baggage <laughs> right. of somebody else's stuff, like right. an insecurity. You got to heal that stuff first. You right. can't bring it in. Do you know, that's another um, good point where I've seen couples where one is accusing the other one nonstop of cheating, you know, going through their phone and their texts and their wallets and their whatever. And finally, that person's like, you know what? I have been vilified for this for years. I am scrutinized all the time. I may as well go have the fun. That's so immature you know? to me. Well, of course sorry. it is. Yeah. But, you know, it's. Oh, I've been accused of it. I might as well do it. But yeah. I mean, I've seen it where it's so it's almost abusive. Because think about it, if you're really not doing something wrong yeah, yeah, and your significant other is all over you all the time in your stuff, looking through your, you know, oh, that'd be bonkers, stuff. Right? That'd drive me I nuts. mean, that would. I would just force them to go get help or, you know, you can't continue that relationship yeah. because that's Perfect not world, yours. you either force them to go get help or you step out of that relationship. Yeah, right. right? Because that, that person. person. Need, right. And nobody wants to be that person either, but they become that person, Right. So, you know, we had touched on this and I think it's, I think it is such an important aspect of cheating. 
how much of this is our society? Because everything is so at our fingertips. Everything's available. I mean, we have, and I'll speak to, I don't have a lot of patience. I really don't. Uh, but we don't really, like if, if my phone takes too long to load on Google, I'm, all, I'm like, what's going on? You <laughs> right. know, I need I, a new phone. I'm all over. The, yeah, exactly. I need a new phone. I need to, yeah. Right. I mean, we That's just. Apple training. We yeah. just, we just are such an immediate society and we want what right. we want and we can get it. Right. And that's Everything's what we just. Everything's available. Yeah. Pretty much. That's exactly what yep. Brad was just saying. And it's, so is it a challenge, do you think, for people that, you know, okay, well. I mean, I don't, why, 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 why do people cheat? Why? Because well, I've seen knew people the that, that cheat I and have amazing yeah. partners at home. Like For I've, many, I hear all kinds of reasons. I'm not getting this at home or I am getting this and it was just a, you know, a physical thing or. So I have a way to unpack that. Go, go You go so, for it. <laughs> so why don't you lay out for us, which the th- two or three things that you hear mostly from men, why they cheat. And the two or three things that you hear mostly from women, why they cheat. And they may be the same two or three. Yeah, I think they but probably y- You know, what are those top it. ones that you hear? Well, I did this because... We've grown apart. Oh, okay. yeah. That's by far number number one. And now we're back and to... And once you get to the real, you know, it's because we're not having sex, right? Nobody wants to be the douche and say, it's because I'm not getting... Sex, so I and so that's a guy thing. But, physical, not but, getting enough physical. I hear that from women too. I hear that from women too. People usually say, "Yeah, we've grown apart." Okay, that's kind of the catch-all, because nobody wants to say it was a perfect relationship. He was so great, he was wonderful, and I decided to do this horrible thing to really just gut him. I mean, nobody. Yeah, nobody. Does nobody's going to well, hope that. You right? hope so. So what I find is people say that, and then when I delve deeper into it depending now if they still have this relationship going this on the side, then they come up with a million and one excuses as to why. Well, you know, I wasn't getting attention at home. Um, it was all about the kids or, oh, yeah. you know, she was all about her career. Or he oh, was yeah. all about his, you know, he was into sports and never paying attention. That's a big deal they with come the up, kid They start thing. making it very, yes. yes, they start making it very specific. Right. You know. So obviously, which, so growing apart is one. What's another major one that you hear a lot of? Because, I mean, because that covers a lot of ground, too, right. growing apart. But. That's probably 90%. Yeah, because yeah, all the excuses what does that underneath mean? that. Well, that's yeah. what I was about to say. Because no you really no have intimacy. to dig deeper into that. Because that that's an excuse, right? I was uh, working we too much. And, you know, females, if I had to do a female-male thing, females mostly say intimacy. Yeah. Right? Which is different than sex. We all know right. that. Right, right. Men say, I just wasn't getting any sex. And they may mean intimacy, too. Mm-hmm. But if I had to, you know delineate that's how I would I think there are some people and I will say this goes for both sexes men and women because I see it I could I could even think of people's social media pages in my mind when I say this they will never get enough attention they should never be with one partner because not one person could ever give them enough attention and admiration than they need well yes there's two parts to that that social media is the killer of relationships for many reasons, and we could have a whole nother podcast Yes, we could. On that. We need to talk about that a little and, bit. We do. Um, the immediacy of everything and the likes and the how it creates anxiety. And then what was, you, you said something else. I completely just lost it. You uh, said I don't even, social media. Don't even remember what I asked. The instant stuff, instant gratification. Um, yeah, I don't remember what I asked you. Sorry. Easy come, easy go. <laughs> That's gone. Yep, Goodbye. gone.
Well, we're not 30 anymore. It'll, I, <laughs> it'll come back. My mom has a better memory than me, and she's 78 years old. So, um, okay. So, uh, so, so, people, oh, I was saying the attention thing, men and women both. Oh. That, so, people are on social media, and that whole attention thing is a big deal. Like, they, that, that we've become a world where there are so many things from the outside feeding us that some people need that much feeding. They need that. Right. And right. so one person is not going to feed that. The whole is not, the whole is not relational. The whole is in who that person think what that person thinks of themselves. It's in their self-esteem and in who they think they are versus or what what is missing in them versus anything that they're getting, because they could be getting all kinds of validation from the outside, but for somebody who's not healthy on the inside, it's never going to be enough. Correct. Correct. So that's somebody who's always going to right. be a, a cheater until they. But that's something fix that can it. be fixed. Yeah. Right? I mean, I deal with that all the time. What I was going to say was about certain people, and I truly believe this. And this is, might be the serial cheater kind of person that they're just not meant to be monogamous yes, for whatever reason. I agree. And why they don't just go into a relationship saying, "Hey, this is me." Just coming, you know, just being honest with you, you know, take it or leave it. Because there's, there's people well, don't even get in a relationship. Yeah. Like that's what, I mean, you well, know. Well, you can, but just, it's just not monogamous. The most famous. See, to me, just, just be honest about it. To me, the most famous, it, then you, you, you know, example. Would you ever of, sign up for that? That's what I'm saying. The most famous. Oh, would you ever sign up for that? You're, you're young, Tommy. Would you ever sign up for that? Where it was with a woman who said, I'm not going to be monogamous. I just can't be, but be in a relationship with me, but know that I'm going to cheat on you. Well, no, but then he would be n not monogamous either, right? Yeah, it'd be an open relationship. You want that? Because there's a lot of people. But that's not your answer. I think he's considering it. No. It's <laughs> not that's, a relationship. That's an open relationship. But that's, okay. a, that's a big thing in his in yep. his age group. It is. You know, polyamory. Yep. Yes. It's, Look it's at her eyes almost popped out of her head. It's considered kind of the more uh, better known, like, it's it's comparable to swingers but is more like based on just our generation. Right. But it cuts out the cheating because yeah. it's already open. Yeah. It's not cheating so, because I don't we understand already why they're trying to define that as a relationship. That's I not know. a relationship. Why I mean, why, so why if I take you, you to the movie and we have sex. I'm going to live with you. So I have somebody you to go wake the next up night with. and do the same thing. We're in a relationship. Like to me, it's just Well, like, no, then, yeah, I don't know if they use the word relationship. They're just. So I, I know. you know, here I am. I, I, I don't, I don't get it because this is the thing. And it ticks me off to even hear that because I think to myself, here is a whole new generation of kids making up their own dang rules. And it's not okay because, because I'm, I'm going to go by what God said. And that's not the way God created relationships to be, you know, that it's, it, it, it goes against everything. And I'm, it, it does tick me off that people want to make up their own rules. I just thought of something though, too. I think we have to look at. In that generation, there's probably a lot coming from divorced homes. Of course. Where of there course. was cheating. Right. And that Bingo. makes That's a another... huge difference right. in how you're raised. If you're not used to, I always liken it to the happily ever after. If you come from a broken home, and I hate to use that term, but, um, you know, if you come from divorced parents, you're not, you don't, you didn't have that happily ever after. You are lucky, Jen. You did have that. Um, so you have good role models. In mm -hmm. that I know. I know. I'm but a lucky. lot of us di didn't. Yeah. So there, there was no happily ever after. So well, that's not I, what we're, you know, in yeah. my situation, because my I'm divorced. So my kids went through it. 
but we were very, very open with each other to say, we're going to stick with raising the kids like we're married. Right. We but are, you know, you guys not, are unicorns. God bless you, but they, not, they don't play unicorn. both of us. They tried when they were younger and they knew they couldn't get away with it because they were like, what do you mean you talk to mom? I'm like, right. that's very we talk uncommon. To each other every day about you too. So right. don't be pulling crap because mm. we're going to know. So you put them first, which we is what put you them first. Done. And so there was, there's been arguments, right? Well, I don't like this happening over there. Well, it's my house, so you can stick it. <laughs> I mean, there was, there's been those conversations, but it was still on the basis of, the kids can, and it's very interesting because um, they were in a private school, a Baptist-based private school for a while, and we went in for the teacher counseling thing, you know, and all this. And this was when Tegan was probably fifth grade, sixth grade, and they were like, you know, we got to tell you all something. We have kids that are in married situations that aren't as solid as your kids, and yeah, you two are divorced. And I knew it's then, great. I knew then, we're doing something right. We just got to keep the keep the path, but. I think when you look at the younger society, I bet there's a lot that come from broken homes, and that makes a lot of difference in the belief system, especially well, if there was cheating. Uh, Sometimes. I know. think, too, and I want to hear what Tommy has to say, but I, you know, counseling adults, too, right? Mm -hmm. There were plenty of adults that came from broken homes, or they had an absent father, or they had a father that cheated, and yet they're not built that way. Right. They saw right. that it, they, they're, sometimes it does the opposite, is, right? Yeah, yeah. their yeah. compass yeah. is pointed in a totally different direction. I saw Break that. I don't want that. Yeah. So I, I agree. I, I see that. Um, yeah, I see that. So yeah. And what were you going to say, Tommy? Oh, no. I was just going to go off the basis of like, oh, yeah, probably a majority is from, uh, from a, from a divorced family, but it could also stem from just regular people from a regular family as well. Yeah. Right. Like there is no real major distinction aside from choice immature uh, immaturity and it even though they say dumb mistakes it's really not because you're going into it like yeah it's gonna happen yeah but i mean some people consider it dumb mistakes if they chicken out halfway through it because they know it's wrong so yeah but i'm not built that way i couldn't do it i just mm -hmm. i i couldn't do it i mean if i were not happy i would just i'd have that person out of my life i would you know i'd have to have that part gone uh, loyal to a fault. <laughs> do you find some that, of us. Do you find that some of the situations are, I didn't know I wasn't unhappy until I saw this person or met this person, or we started going to lunch together. We're workmates. And now all of a sudden something's hit me like, wow, this is, she's pretty cool. Or he's pretty cool. Right. I, I've heard that. That's not usually, usually people want to want to believe that there was some big gaping hole yeah. that they were trying to fill. Okay. But yes, yeah, some people are completely open and honest. I thought everything was great. And then I met this person and, you know, it's new, it's shiny, it's... Yeah. Well, it's you a, know what? The, it's the new iPhone. At the end of the, <laughs> at the end of the day, well, see there again, it's everything trading in for the bigger, better. There's something better out there, right? Right. right. Instead well, of and, sticking with what we have and working on and it. And shiny always dulls, right? Yeah. Yes. Later, it dulls. And right? I think we look, when you look back at where we've been... You know, we grew up in an era where the fast food restaurant just kind of started mm -hmm. and you can zip through and get your and you're out. And then we grew up in a society that has trained us slowly through our lives that things can be get, gotten quicker. Right. And now it's like you can get things in seconds. And now actually, because I'm in the digital world, stuff is measured in the millisecond. Right. Right. right? So it's ridiculous. But that's where we have grown up and been trained to say. Right. Oh, you want, you, we were just talking, you want Marco's pizza? He'll be here in 10 minutes. You want the, and, and the big thing when we were growing up was 30 minutes or it's free. 
Well, now it's like you can get it in half the time. Everything. I tell my kids all the time, there's no excuse to not make at least B's, preferably A's, because you have everything at your fingertips. We had to go to a library, check out a library, try to find the book, look through a freaking Dewey Decimals. And and you're I think you're spot on with that because I think it's instant gratification mentality. And you're not giving it to me at home. I can go get it here in 10 minutes. And it's easier to go get it than it is for us to sit down and have a conversation sure. about why it's not working. Absolutely. I that love when I hear that. Time. I didn't want to hurt their feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, why didn't you just break up? I didn't want to hurt their feelings. Like this isn't going to completely decimate them. Right. Right. You know, that's so on the flip side of it, that's the other part of this is the, the, what it does to somebody who has been cheated on that whole idea of betrayal. I mean, that's a, that's a painful thing for people to work through. I mean, it can jab at somebody's self-esteem. It can certainly, if it's happened, make people not trust again, which it shouldn't, but it does. Uh, All kinds of things. Yeah. yeah. I've been there. Yeah. (laughs) Self-esteem, all of that stuff. How does somebody, Marcy, get through that? So if somebody's been cheated on and they find that it's getting in the way of them moving forward in a relationship with somebody, what can they do, besides come see you and talk about it, what can they do to help them move forward in in their life and with somebody else, somebody new? Um, I would say work on themselves, right? Whether it's through therapy or podcasts or, you know, self-help books realize that, you know, somebody else's actions are not, you can't take that on, right? That's you what they to, did. It's not you. Right, right. Right. I can't make it about me. Right. Because um, cheating isn't, this is a good point. Right. Cheating is not about you. It's about them. It's a Correct. decision. It's a decision, a choice that they made right. for their own reasons. That's a huge point. I hope everybody heard that. It is. A, that's yes. a very, very yes. important. Yeah. And if you can wrap your head around it, being the one that was cheated on, right? Uh-huh. If you can wrap your head around it wasn't my shortcoming. It wasn't this. It wasn't that. Not that anybody's ever perfect, right? Obviously, the relationship had problems. Right. But, you know, they chose to do what they chose to do. Right. And I can't And understanding your boundaries. Hard, so boundaries right? are right? mine, yours. This is your stuff, not my stuff. Right. This is how I choose to move forward in my life, right? And what I suggest, yeah, what I suggest for them to do is to work on them, right? Take X amount of time, six months, a year whatever it is, work on them, build up friendships, work on yourself, do, um, you know, it always feels good to go to give back, right? Whether through church, volunteering, stuff like that, work on yourself, get yourself healthy. So you don't keep perpetuating. Where have I trying heard that to tell, before, love, Jenny? I know, but trying to tell people not to date know, for any extended period of time, because what do they want to do? They have a gaping hole they want to fill because right. they're hurt and wounded. But then they, then they end up attracting the same kind of person right. because they are wounded. Ding, ding, right. ding. Yeah. Yeah. Ding, I know ding, we ding. constantly we talk about. But, I've got uh, another quick question. I want to come back. Before we, before we wrap up here in a few minutes. But I'm, do you find, che- is it cheaties? There's a cheater and a cheaty. Sure, we'll, we'll, just, we'll, we'll work on that. We'll like go a with Cheeto? Cheaty. Yeah, we'll go with Cheeto. <laughs> Cheeto. I love I like Cheeto. Just a Cheeto. Do they become cheaters in future relationships? Sometimes. Yeah. I was, that, Sometimes. That's, that's curious why that happens, too. Um, yeah, because you would think after feeling right. so decimated right. that you would never want to do inflict that on somebody else. But I, I hear that, too. There's no, you know, people ask me, 
what do I look for to make sure that he's not a cheater or she's not a cheater? Oh, there's right. not like a, I, I wish I could say this person's going to be five foot seven, yeah, and here's 132 your list. pounds, <laughs> and, you know, sandy but, brown hair. But people do no. like, what can people look for? That's a good conversation. Well, what can people yes, look for? Yes, definitely red flags. There are red flags. So let's talk about the red flags. This is, this is the pr- crucial part of the conversation, right? So you know, people that, like, if you're starting to date somebody and they disappear for long periods of time without explanation, if you can't reach them by phone, right? Well, but that's when they're having an affair, right? Yeah. When they're cheating. Like, you're they're right. actively cheating. Right. When they're acting, like, I went through this. Oh, okay. You're gonna, you were going to talking about, like, a precedent. Beforehand. Yeah. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, I'm, like, people ask me, you know, I want to get back out in the dating world. What can I be looking yeah, for? Yeah, what's the cheater look like? And that's the hard part because, you know, it's like, how, how do I know... How, to hire a good intern, what do they look like? You know, everybody comes with their best foot forward, right? Their well, best you face. still look at but behaviors, I'm, and I think that's right. what people miss. The red flags happen, right. and they go, eh. Well, yeah, obviously, if they're acting sketchy. He didn't text the me get-go. back. He I'm whips out two phones. He didn't text <laughs> Yeah. And one's one Got of those. Yeah. One's a burner phone. Yeah. No, I know. So, it's from what other people tell me. I don't know. I don't have burners. Yeah. Social media, that's another. I cannot tell you how many relationships have been broken. Families have been broken up because of Facebook alone. Right. Right. I met her, you know, it's somebody I went to high school with and she just started, you know, instant messaging me. And next thing you know, we're in bed together. Like I hear that all the time. Well, that, that one thing about social media is that it does connect people that may have known each other. There may have been, even if it was a friendship, there's an intimacy there of knowing that person. Maybe you went to elementary school right. with them, whatever. There's right. a fami- familiarity we already. dated back in high school. And those people hook up fast. Yeah. Like those yeah. kind of things happen really, really fast. So, you know, at the end of the day, to me, it all comes down to boundaries because the choice is mine. And I'm just speaking for myself. Right. The choice is mine. I have, I have temptation every day around me with everything. All kinds of things could tempt me. It's what I'm made of and what I'm choosing. And, you know, the way I look at it is I'm, I need to live with my decisions and I need to run my decisions by God if this is what God would want for me and what God would choose for me. And it has to be okay with me and my integrity, right? Right, right, right. at the end, you're who you have, have to, to live with myself. You right? Yeah. You answer to your, your higher power. But why do and- he, I don't understand why other people can't, don't have that, that mechanism. What is that? Know. I don't know. Is it a moral compass? What yes. is that? It's a moral yeah. compass, right? So is that given to somebody when they're growing up? What do you think? I mean, I could say yeah. mine was. I mean, I, well, yeah, but, but I, think, I, think, I, I think, think most parents try to instill, most parents, not all. But if they've seen instill, something different or, right, if they've seen something different or right. been exposed to something different, it right. could definitely There's a lot that. of, you know, parents that are telling their their people one thing, a kid's one thing, but showing them another. Right. You know, I have I have people that I work with whose parents were cheating and using them as alibis, or like I have one gal whose whose mother would take her out on dates with these guys. And I've heard that a million I mean, times. That's oh, a yeah. mess. Yeah, that's so you see, think she of has that as no. Normal? It's not even fair for her. Right. She has no right. idea what a real right. relationship even looks I like. I had a friend of mine who used to go on dates with his mom. She'd leave him in the truck. Why she went on dates. Oh, yeah. All like I mean, a few dates a week. And yeah. she would take him and he would sit in the truck while she went into a bar to meet a guy. Yep. That was the Forrest Gump scene. That's how she got him in the school. Oh, God. <laughs> and they wonder. Right? I, yeah. Then they wonder how they get there. Right. Um, so, you know what? Uh, takeaway is the biggest takeaway for me in this is that 
what you said earlier is that you really feel like, because you feel it much stronger than I do, you feel like people can change. You yes. feel like people can break those patterns where, uh, where I guess I wasn't as hopeful based on, and then again, I don't do what the kind of work you do. Right, so, um, but I love that you said that because I think that can give people a lot of hope that if they are in a relationship with somebody who might be cheating or has cheated before, uh, fix, get that person in for therapy, get them in to talk to somebody like Marcy. And the only reason I'm going to say you, honestly, I, I don't like therapists. Sorry, therapists. <laughs> I don't like them because of they don't get people better. They'll keep them in that, on that sofa for years. I've had people come to me for coaching that'll say, I learned more in this session than I did in 10 years at my therapist's office. And that ticks me off because right, right, right. all but you I know did I'm not like that. Was show, I know you're the same way. Like right. you will. I kick you in the pants. And she does. She does. <laughs> and she We get results. Yeah. I mean, I, that, it's why I love you. And I would recommend anybody um, to go to you that is having issues. Don't, you don't, she's, she's not going to play around. And if you don't want to be there or you don't want to do the work or somebody else doesn't want to do the work, she'll kick them out. Yep. You know, yeah, you. yeah, <laughs> you are fired. Um, so, uh, so I, uh, I love that. So, but it is, if you're not in the state of Texas and Dallas, you can't do that. You do need to find someone um, to help you or your partner through that. That's going to do the same thing. That is really going to give you answers um, you know, not have you come up with all your own answers for everything, but is actually going to give you guidance and answers to the questions and the problems that you're having, because this stuff can be worked through with the right person. Right. Right. And, and it can be 10 times better. That's my goal. When I have a couple that comes to me with that, my goal is to make it even better than it was before the affair. Right? I'm giggling at you. You, she's, She's honest to a fault. It's awesome. That ought to be pretty <laughs> easy since there was cheating. Thank you. Well, no, so before that. And, well, oh, yes, I see what you're saying, right? It I better mean, be better. Funny. Yeah, I mean, shit, yeah, funny, cheating, so um, it's better. Yeah. Um, but I mean, better than, like, when it was good. Yes, yes, right. I know. I was just giving you a hard time. So, and, and people can recover from those relationships. So, um, marriages, whatever. So, that's the takeaway. All right. Well, uh, thanks for being here. Thank you Loved for having me. And I know we could have just kept talking about all the other things associated with with cheating and yeah. other moral and uh, social uh, implications that come from all of this same thing. So, uh, all right. Uh, till next week. Thank you. So for today's Dear Jen segment, hello. Uh, we thought we would talk about, since I have Brad here, uh, we thought we would talk about um, how to contact somebody for a date with all the social media sites out there. I know Facebook now has a dating app, or I don't even know how it works. I've been asked if I wanted to join it, but uh, but I don't even know how it works. So Facebook went official. What? Nothing. <laughs> um, but uh, but so now there's unofficial. So people that aren't on the d Facebook dating app, or maybe they've connected with somebody on Instagram or LinkedIn. Uh, you know, how, is it okay? And I get this question a lot of times from guys. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, guys go, can I, I Facebook? Can, can, I, can I message somebody and ask them out on Facebook? See, I think Facebook is kind of the norm when you're looking to message someone. I mean, I've done it. I've, well, I've got engaged I mean, it is through a, Facebook. So it is a social connection site. It's a social connection site. I you think can see what friends you have in common. You can also do a little creepy stuff and check out kind of other stuff. And you should. The, the, the other deal is about it. It's, big in our age groups, right? It's right. big in the a little bit older age group, if you will, 35 Oh, yeah, to Facebook 55. is visibly older. Instagram's you know, younger, right? Instagram's a little younger. I'm on Instagram, um, too. 
<laughs> I thought it was weird though, not weird, just kind of different that you said you get hit on a lot on LinkedIn. Come uh, on, I guys, keep you... it professional. That's what LinkedIn's for. I will say they keep it professional, but they I still. I bet they do. <laughs> <laughs> but they still ask. I mean, they, it's it's still a place where people are connecting and and. Uh, I and mean, really, have, and, and I and think it's fine as long case, as it's not disrespectful. I just thought about this. In your case, it might be a little easier because some of your social media is locked in as a business page. You can't just reach out and connect. So it's it's easier if you connect on LinkedIn. I just in being in the business and being this is what I do for a living is consulting companies on this stuff. Is I've always tried to keep my clients solid business professional. You know, it's all related to your company on LinkedIn. And to me, when you're trying to reach out and connect with somebody on LinkedIn, I just find that that's just me personally. But if it works and there's a connection, go for it. So I think to myself with LinkedIn, especially, you've got Facebook, Instagram, the world of look at me, you know, the whole selfies and all that, where LinkedIn is more professional. It's more a professional site. So it'd be be almost like going to maybe a happy hour versus a, you know, a bar bar, like a pickup bar at 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock at night. You're dealing with a different demographic on LinkedIn. I think you would have better luck on LinkedIn Myself, I think it's probably where you would I, I meet think it's better yes people. Or no. I think it's yes or no. But I you think, have to be careful how you do it. I do agree with everything you said. At the same time, I think if you're contacting the right type of people, they're trying to maintain their professional on LinkedIn. They're not using it as a dating connection. There's other places for that. So I think it all depends on the situation, who you're trying to reach out to. Do you know them already? Has there already been a meeting? Like maybe you met them professionally in your work environment. You're like, hey. She's kind of cute. And you want to connect on LinkedIn and then afterwards there's maybe a conversation or you've had some interaction. I just, that's just me personally. Obviously, again, if it works, if LinkedIn is giving LinkedIn you a list, works. like, like, hey, I dated somebody work, from LinkedIn. I've dated, some, but I'd met that person before and we connected on LinkedIn and it was, it was the, it, yeah. So that, I think that's a key. I think if you've met the person before, I think that changes the whole dynamic of, of working with LinkedIn. just being creepy. And there's also a lot of LinkedIn now. Why is it creepy for LinkedIn and not creepy for Facebook though? I I didn't say it was creepy. I just think it's not the right place. It's like going to a business meeting, right? That you're trying, let's say you're trying to sell a client, you know, we're working on sponsorship, (laughs) right? And you try to ask the girl out that you're trying to sell the sponsorship to. That's not the place. That's the way I view LinkedIn. It's but supposed I to be business and professionals. You're better. Your your chances of meeting somebody good and they're not a player and all that in that out of that group of business people than you would be at a bar at two a.m. I'm not disagreeing with you, but you got you got to pull back a little bit. There's players everywhere. Okay. There's players everywhere. <laughs> so you know we can't use that as a well. There's no players on LinkedIn. Um, there may be more than we think, but. Um, that's just that's just what but, I. But let's just so let's say let's go back to Facebook because I do get more questions on Facebook than I do on LinkedIn. I think it's perfectly acceptable on Facebook. I mean, I think, oh, I do too. I think I, I mean, like I said, I <laughs> I dated a woman for eight months. We got engaged basically off of a connect, you know, com- conversing uh, on Facebook for about six months before we ever met each other. Yeah, and if somebody ignores so, you or ignores your message and you're hitting on them, that's a no. Keep trying. That's no, I'm a just no. kidding. <laughs> that's a yeah. no. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, um, and I don't, I don't play in the world of Instagram a lot, but I'm guessing it's probably some of the same kind of environment from what I know. So 
Um, I do know it tends to be a younger audience. It tends to be under 30-ish crowd. But I'm sure they're contacting each other on Instagram. You know, that is a, I think yeah. you're right. I think the younger people are connecting on there. Um, well, there wasn't too many. emails, everything. It wasn't too many years ago where I knew millennials and the under 30 crowd that were tweeting out where they were going. Oh, tweets. They were tweeting out where they were going to, in order to not have to deal. Twitter. In order to not have to deal with a group text. Right. Where you get every five. So they were tweeting, hey, we're going to go to so-and-so bar and my friends are coming. Y'all come out. So I know Twitter was used in the past. a whole different purpose now, I know Twitter was used in the past. Is that a thing of the past now, Twitter? Oh, I don't think so. I think if I think it's just very heavily news oriented and personality oriented. So celebrities, local personalities, they use a lot of Twitter. Um, I think the biggest thing right now in the younger generation is probably Instagram and Snapchat. And I know there's invites happening on Snapchat. Like it's like it's big time for hooking up. So. I, I've never even had Snapchat on my phone. But I don't either. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what it yeah. is or like or what the one, purpose of it is. One of my favorite can you email, shows. Can you email somebody on Snapchat? Do we know? Can you, you can direct message. You send them a snap. Oh, um, yeah. so you already yeah. know them though. Cause you already connected with them. Well, you don't just mean, you know, them. does it, does the snap disappear? Uh, they say it does, but they, oh. that other person, that, oh. let me clarify. The other person can screenshot it. I've done stories so. on Snapchat before. Um, I have done stories on how those, all those pictures are logged somewhere, even though they disappear, that they're logged somewhere. I don't know if they're logged, but the don't pers- date on Snapchat. Don't, <laughs> don't do bad stuff on Snapchat. Uh, don't send any don't bad, do bad stuff, stuff anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Let's not do bad stuff at all. Let's just go anywhere. You is what you said. Don't call him. He doesn't need to get in any more trouble. I'm not in any trouble. I don't do it. I don't do squat. My life's so boring. Okay. Please call, send emails, Jen, if you think you want to go out. <laughs> I'm game. No, no. Hook me up on LinkedIn. <laughs> That's did it. we answer the question? I don't well, know I if we, we did. Answer the question. I think it's, I think my, my personal opinion is, and, and just from, a, from being in the business and knowing how all this stuff works kind of is if you've, if you've met that person before, I think it's completely okay to reach out to them in any of those formats because you might've already established some sort of relationship or at least you know them. So you're talking to them. But if you, you haven't, know, keep it clean and professional. And if do they don't the right message way. you back, take it as a hint that they don't yeah. want to go out. Yeah. That's it. Now, wait wait a couple days. Uh, or, I don't, don't, well, you didn't greet me in an hour. I'm no kidding. He's in true. surgery. <laughs> and not, true. he's not the doctor. It could be. He's it like in be. surgery. So. It could be. To quit Yay, that's doctor. our dear Jen. All right. If you, uh, if you have a question, you can email us at dearjen at lovegen.com. This is Jennifer. Thanks for listening today. And please subscribe to the podcast. Every single week, we'll have new information. And if you'd like to find out more information or if you have any questions, please go to my website at lovegen.com or you can find me on Facebook at my personal page, Jennifer Stiers.